hello, and welcome to Think Social, the smart marketing podcast for millennials. I'm your co-host, Sherilyn Gomes, a digital marketing specialist, Brooklyn 99 addict, and Christmas enthusiast. And I'm your co-host, Lauren Quinn, a marketing specialist, aspiring novelist, and reality TV nerd. In today's episode, we look at content marketing strategy. What is it, and how can it help your business grow? Hello, Shay. I'm so excited to talk about content marketing today. It's a big part of my day-to-day job and what I get paid to do. So I'm excited to kind of break down this and see how we can help small businesses and millennials use these strategies in their campaigns. I Yeah, I think this is a great topic. I'm super happy to be able to really get stuck into this one and share our insights on it, Um, especially because we both use content marketing strategy, but from two different aspects as well. So first of all, let's talk about what exactly is content marketing? So content marketing is creating and distributing valuable, relevant and consistent content. And it comes in a whole different range of shapes, sizes, forms, (laughs) colors. (laughs) Okay, cool. So we've got the first one, podcasts. Definitely podcasts, video, Mm -hmm. Pinterest, blogs, social media posts, infographics, Um, that's all I can think of at the top of my head, (laughs) but basically each platform is used to target different types of audience. Yeah. People like to engage in their content different ways. I know that I'm not a big one on actually watching videos. I much prefer to sit down and read a piece of content, which is quite interesting. I think I'm one of the few because I know video is quite trendy and quite big on social media, but I do really prefer to read my content over watch it. How about you? Uh, I, for educational stuff, I prefer it via podcast just so I can listen to stuff shameless plug yeah (laughs) listen and learn on the drive to and from work but if it's more social awareness social consciousness type topics um, if it's more emotive content then I really like video I have to say yeah Yeah, that's fair. I think each of these kind of different types of content has a different purpose, Mm -hmm. but it all kind of boils down to the same purpose. And it's really about explaining your company vision and your story to work for your overall strategy rather than being super salesy. Yeah, 100%. So that brings us down to what the purpose of content marketing is. So the purpose behind content marketing is essentially to be a trustworthy source, right? Yeah, it's so that you can kind of reach your audience in a different way, perhaps speak to them showing your um, leadership and authority and that you know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's also, I think for me, it's also providing a solution outside of your product or service offerings. So a good example I like to use is if I were a grazing table business, for me, my service is like putting together really beautiful curated uh, grazing platters and grazing picnics tables for, you know, little birthday parties through to corporate functions. But content that I might produce that helps my clients would be a blog post with, you know, full bright colourful images on how to DIY it. How do you cheat that without having to come and pay me for that service? How can you put together a beautiful grazing table on your own? Yeah, I think it's about showing brand awareness, but also targeting your customers' pain points. So if you were a grazing platter company, you're showing your brand and you can obviously put in some pictures of your 
grazing platters that you do and you're showing, you know, bits and pieces of your knowledge, but you're also targeting something that people can do on their own. Yeah. And for those people who are time poor or, you know, just can't be asked, that's where you come in with your awesome service. (laughs) Yeah. And I think another big one about content marketing is you can add additional lead magnets on it to kind of expand your database. So perhaps you have a CTA that says, you know, leave your email address here to learn more or click here to download a brochure Mm -hmm. or, you know, little things like that where you can grab some of the target market details and you can then re-reach out to them perhaps in remarketing or something like that. Okay. For our marketing noobs, what's a lead magnet? So a lead magnet is something where you collect an email address or phone number from people that are consuming your content. So that way you have their information. So maybe if they don't come back, you can reach out to them. And it's kind of just putting it back in the marketer's hands to use their data rather than waiting for the consumer to come back, make yeah. a purchase. That's a great idea. So what's one way we can incorporate a lead magnet into our content marketing? So I think a great one would be at the bottom of your blog, perhaps having a click here to download our brochure. Maybe it's got more information than what's on your blog, a bit of um, pricing, things like that. Um, And to download this, you have to add in your email address and that way you can get the additional information, but also the marketer can see who's been downloading and requesting more information. It kind of gives you a bucket of warmer leads. Mm -hmm. That's, I think that's a great idea in terms of it's enabling you to gauge who your engaged audience are. And obviously they're coming to you for a solution and you give them a freebie and maybe down the track, they come to you for some paid work too. Yeah, I think the freemium model is a really good one to kind of talk about in content marketing because you can see who's really interested because while you can track who's on your website and what they're reading, if they take it that one step further and download something, then they are perhaps super interested and that would be someone really interested, like really good that you could reach out to with a discount code or a set up a consultation or something like that. Oh my goodness. If you're giving free information away and you're giving them a discount code, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because according to CoSchedule, their research shows that 78% of consumers prefer to get to know a company through articles rather than ads. So we can see through the data that people are actually enjoying content marketing over paid advertising. And I think it's because this content marketing is telling a story and provoking emotions and not just trying to sell you something. Yeah. And I think it's a great way to go that one step further as well, not just spruiking your knowledge, but it's a good way to really engage with your local community. Yeah. Um, It's also a great way to, you know, really show what your business stands for, even from like a social awareness standpoint. uh, I think this brings to mind my all-time favorite Here we brand. go. <laughs> okay, so for me, a company that is really good at passing on an emotional, um, no, creating content around an emotional topic and is really... Thought-provoking. Thought-provoking is Nike. For me, their ad campaigns um, goes beyond what they offer Yeah, but I think it's interesting that you call it an ad campaign because while it is, you know, attributing to their overall brand and strategy, it's not pushing the sales message on you. No, but it's it's good because you recognize it for what it is. But at the same time, you're open to it because they're not just going, you can do this if you buy our shoes. It's it's more than that. It's about really engaging their audience and just pulling something out of them to do better, to be better, not just with their product, but in life in general. And for me, anything that encourages you to be your best, to show up and to step up and just 
motivate you to do more that's really engaging yeah and I think if we drag it back a little bit to one of our purposes of content marketing it's brand awareness and it's sharing our mission and Nike does this really well in their video campaigns they're thought-provoking they draw out emotion and sometimes they're controversial but at the end of the day they're getting people talking about their brand and what they're doing and what they stand for yeah highly controversial (laughs) that ties back to sales at the end of the day oh 100 they have robbed me for (laughs) robbed me of more money than any other brand hands down um i think this is also a great time to point out that really content marketing gets three times more leads than paid search advertising i picked up that little tidbit from hubspot so thanks hubspot yeah i think like what you said before it's about creating a community and not pushing direct sales and while it can be one of the touch points in making a sale it's kind of like warming up your audience and getting them ready for a sale or you know (laughs) your product rather than just pushing product 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 warming them up and getting ready to rob them (laughs) (laughs) so i think another interesting thing to talk about is the gary v method which i don't think we could talk about content marketing without bringing it up and this is repurposing your content so it's turning a video into a long-form blog it's turning a short instagram caption into a a long post (laughs) a long blog so let's take instagram posts and blog posts for example as two methods of repurposing content so with your instagram posts typically i would create a caption which gives you an easy hack easy tip quick stats it's information you can grab think about yeah, and it's like a bite-sized piece bite-sized piece of information and for those that are more interested in that I can then take that information and really create something more in-depth and more educational with a blog post yeah so it's really about having the same idea or the question that you're looking to solve and turning it into different ways so you can attract all those customers that are engaging with content different ways. So you can turn it into a blog so that I'll read it. You can make it a video so that Shay will like it. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's a great way to make your content last a bit longer as well because, you know, we spend all this time creating a blog, making a podcast, making a video. um, And if we're not repurposing it and using it later down the track, we've just kind of lost it. Yeah. But this is also a good time to point out that whatever form of content marketing you choose, you've got to make sure that one, you can stay consistent with it and two, your audience um, are finding you there or you're going where your audience are. Yeah, it's really bringing it back to your idea of your brand and your mission before you even start with your content marketing strategy. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty pointless for us to have a Pinterest album when no one we know is on Pinterest. Yeah, that's fair. So... (laughs) A good tip is to check your Google Analytics, your Facebook Insights, even, you know, jumping on Google and starting to type out um, a bit of something that you're interested in and seeing what the automatic searches come up as. See what people are looking for and what you can help them solve rather than just assuming that you can give them a Pinterest board that they don't need or want. <laughs> so you telling me all your <laughs> your keyword research comes from you starting to type the first phrase or something in Google search, right, and seeing what yeah, the drop Google down suggests. menu <laughs> Okay, well, I mean... Does it for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's one good way to look at it. For me personally, um, if I'm looking at a particular topic, I will look at... I will search for that topic on Google and I will look at the first top three articles that come up and I'll look at what sort of areas those articles are discussing, what information are they providing, why has Google put them at the top of the search results list and I'll take that. And I'll sort of rejudge that in my own way. Yeah, see what's happening in your industry and in your space and see what unique spin that you can put on it that relates to what you're doing. I think that's a really good one because 
I know a lot of small businesses, perhaps they don't use Google ads or have access to the keyword planner and research tool, which is a really good one if you do have access to it, just to see, you know, the number of searches that things are getting monthly and really where to put your time and effort into. Yeah. The data and analytics that you have at your disposal, uh, disposal that's that would really be key. And it's amazing the information you can take away from that about consumer behavior as well. It's scary to the point where I won't allow like a, what are those Google Home? Google Home Minis. Google Home Alexa. Minis. I won't allow any of that in my house. Like, I've already, what do I need it for? I've already got a phone that's like listening to every conversation I have. Yeah. I think you can also look at your own content and what you've done in the past and see what people are engaging with. Um, yeah, that's a good one. What gets comments, what gets likes, what are people enjoying and build on that because your audience is who you're serving and what they want you should give them in some regards, in most <laughs> regards. <laughs> what, what they want you should give. So let's just wrap this up with some top tips for content marketing. What would you say small businesses can start implementing today, tomorrow, yesterday? <laughs> today, tomorrow. I don't know about yesterday, but an easy one would be to create some social media posts. It could be a video story for your IG or it could be like an image post or start a blog who knows whatever whatever your interest is and where your audience are found that's where you need to go let them lead you to the um the content that they want yeah I think a great tip for our audience uh, to utilize that they can utilize now is as simple as creating an engaging post something educational or you know like say for example you are a small catering business and you know you make nutritious meals and uh, similar to HelloFresh but on a much smaller scale maybe you start a blog um, blog post offering healthy recipes that people can put together themselves. Yeah I think the thing about content marketing that a lot of people forget is it's relatively low budget and low barrier to entry and while it takes up a bit of your time you know, to craft a blog post and to find new ideas and to create some graphics, it can really be one of the biggest turnarounds for sales and creating those touch points that target pain points of your consumers and let them know that you're there for them and not just to make a sale. And I think that that is a really good way to create a new pipeline of consumers and clients that is low cost. 100%. Agree. (laughs) I can care. Okay, should we wrap this up? Yep, I think that's all we've got time for. So next week, we will be discussing Christmas, which is super exciting with Demelza Leonard. My favorite time of the year. (laughs) So stay tuned for that. That will be dropping next Monday. If you loved this episode of Think Social, make sure to follow us on thinksocial.podcast. We let you know of all of our recent episodes, all of our interviews, and we'll have all of our incredible content marketing strategies up there and as well as some videos and tips for you guys. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Until next time. Bye. Bye.